Hey, you guys. Hope you had a good week. Nice to see you again. This is Richard Sachs, and you're looking at Lost Arts Radio Live, and I appreciate your being here. So I was putting an interesting title on the um, on the show for today based on some things that were going on this week and more this morning, and, and just some people wanted to look at why the musicians that were killed were assassinated, and there are a lot of them. I mean, um, John Lennon is one of the ones most often remembered, but Bob Marley and Michael Jackson, and there were a bunch of other ones. And many that died in mysterious plane crashes and things like that that may or may not have been accidents. So the question was that we were looking at this morning, how come they had to be killed? Why why were they targets? You know, most of the time these crazy lone gunmen or killers of different kinds turn out not to be lone gunmen. They're part of a much bigger plan. And I think the reason that musicians tend to be a big target when they're very successful like that, certain kinds of them anyway, is that they tend to remind people, remind all of us about who we are, what the world could be like, uh, what our potential is. And this is really irritating to the global rulers that are busy trying to destroy everything right now and have been working on that for at least many thousands of years. They've got a lot of persistence and they think that they're getting right near the end game at this point. <clears throat> and a lot of broadcasters come up and say, well, the enemy's really scared, you know, why would they be targeting everybody and trying to do all this mur mass murder and be out in the open and everything if they weren't terrified? Uh, because they aren't terrified. <laughs> I, I don't, they live in fear, that's their religion and their atmosphere that they carry with them all the time. And they try to use it as their main weapon against humanity but i don't think they're afraid of losing right now they're not they're not that smart um they're very clever though and they think that they're ramping up their end game to a complete consolidated world uh dictatorship and ending in the extermination of life including themselves which a lot of people don't really get that part of the picture because they think well why why would the rulers want to to die in all this is because at the top level it's not about money it's not about um, having captive audience of all monopoly businesses or power over the re elite remnant or anything like that it's more their version of a spiritual project where where they're doing a what amounts to a ceremonial sacrifice of the whole biosphere including us and including them and if they do it according to the exact correct protocol, then they're going to get what they consider their spiritual reward, which is living with the power that they're focused on, the dark power forever. And for that, they don't need their physical bodies. That's a long subject, but basically the summary of what I see going on. Um, and the musicians, kind of the good ones, you know, they have some kind of a, a focus on another possibility need to be wiped out according to the the rulers because they might inspire people to change themselves which would be the most dangerous to the power structure michael jackson for example who was smeared and attacked by the whole not just the mainstream media but the tabloids and uh corrupt aspects of law enforcement in southern california and a lot of people like that 
Um, I have some connection to Michael Jackson, and the whole accusations against him were almost 100% fabricated. He was unusual. He was a lot more like a little kid than a grown-up in many ways, very naive, and he liked to be around um, innocent young kids, and that, there are more reasons to be around innocent, nice young kids than to take advantage of them. And he wasn't trying to commit crimes or anything like that. And that, otherwise, if he really was, uh, the media wouldn't have this protracted hate campaign against him and calling him all kinds of bad names and having him arrested for things and stuff like that. When he would stand up in front of an audience, his whole thing was love and harmony and bringing the world back to what it could be and turning everybody into innocent beings kind of like children not to have orgies and things like you know there was somebody else who talked about everybody who everybody becoming like children you might have heard of him his name was jesus something right and um it's not a criminal message it's actually really good and so if you have people bringing up things like that like Mike, it was so strong with Michael Jackson. I watched him at a, a concert in 92 in Bucharest and on video. I wasn't there in person. But when he suddenly appeared, kind of shot out of a cannon under the stage and comes down on, and just stands there motionless for a long time without moving at all. And the energy was so strong that there was this gigantic audience. I don't know if you've seen the video. It's available. It's worth getting, I think, really good music and mainly a demonstration of the power of uh, attention because before he even started doing the show, he was standing up there motionless and just looking out. And then his first motion was not to start doing a song. He took off his sunglasses, part of his costume. And the audience of... I don't know, tens of thousands of people packed shoulder to shoulder, nobody fighting or, you know, I remember concerts like that where it was packed in that much and people were normal, you know, much more normal. They didn't do anything bad. But that, you know, times have changed. They could change back. They could get even better than that. But at the concert I'm thinking of, he was just looking out at the audience motionless and people were just sobbing and picking up the energy that he was putting out. And they actually had to hire crews of um, pairs of, tech, of, I don't know what you'd call it, rescue personnel to run around the crowds trying to squeeze into them with a stretcher to carry away all the fainted people. It was not hype. It wasn't made up. It was real. And uh, John Lennon also had a really strong impact on people, and he wrote uh, songs like Imagine, talking about how things could be in the future with everybody realizing that we're deeply connected as a single family. Actually, more than that, if you get into deeper levels. And the music and the lyrics of some of the great music brings that back, and I don't think they wanted to have that sink into people at all. And, you know, we mentioned, I mentioned the song Imagine. It, it's imagining what happened, what would happen in a world where people had a higher, more harmonious consciousness. 
it wasn't saying that in the present world, at least hopefully John understood this, that you don't get rid of national borders. Some people have thought that it was a like a New World Order kind of hidden song. I don't think so. I think John's uh, intent was completely good. But some people have been misunderstanding that. If you, op- if you open up borders now, you get catastrophe. There, there's a reason that people through the present U.S. government and other ones are trying to do that is because they know it would destroy all the nations and it wouldn't end up with a, a one one world harmonious kumbaya type atmosphere where everybody was nice to each other. Their vision of the reason they want borders open is to bring in a one world fascism. You know, and most people who talk about fascism don't really understand what it is. I mean, the the crazy people that were running around in the U.S. last summer in a real insurrection, not the fake one in the Capitol, but a real one where they were burning down people, burning down, yeah, people, but burning down buildings and shooting people and looking for women and children and also disabled people to beat up. Um they were saying they were fighting fascism and the other ones were saying they were fighting for social justice. You know, that it didn't mean anything. Fascism is a real threat and and fairness in society, you know, as far as giving everybody equal opportunity is a worthy cause. But these organizations are both communist fronts and uh, trying to trick the people and just cause riots and death and damage and incredible uh, hardship to business owners and things like that. That's why they were supported by major world powers, especially the covert ones, Soros and other ones like that, who bragged about it, by the way, it wasn't a secret. Um, Fascism that they, they claimed that they were fighting is actually when governments partner with corporations, they may call it private partner, uh, public-private uh, partnerships or things like that. But what it really is, is the government using corporations to enforce things that for one reason or another, the government feels like they can't get away with it if they do it directly. And um, they weren't fighting fascism. They were just trying to destroy uh, society. And they did a great job last summer. And the media supported it. And the crazy people in government supported it, things like that. But... Um, there's a lot of insanity going on in the world right now, as I'm sure you've noticed if you looked around. Um, it's everywhere. You know, there, right now there's a, a major program in play trying to destroy the economies of most of the formerly um, somewhat free Western countries and cause a lot of extra deaths. And there's this thing that they're injecting into people that is unfortunately likely to kill millions and millions of people and has already killed more in the U.S. than 9-11. And the media doesn't want to talk about that because they're in on the whole thing. They're complicit. The media in America and other countries is a major weapon of the global rulers to break down society. So the question is, in the middle of all that happening and talked about the musicians being murdered and why that was, um, the question is, what's the purpose of the show, really? <clears throat> Why should we even talk about what's going on? And I'm not saying that rhetorically. I mean, it's a real question. 
why why even talk about it when things are like they are right now? Um, I don't see it as a great uh, purpose to get everybody depressed and upset. It's not worth doing a show for that. And it's also not worth giving people, I don't think, false hope and ignoring how bad the situation really is. There's a lot of people consider that spiritual, but I don't think so. I think if you're going to be true to yourself and the higher power and spirit, you have to be honest. But it's not, you know, what's going on is is happening on more than one level. And if you're not going to give people false hope, you know, like like a drug a drug addict would try to get false happiness in the middle of horrible situations by taking drugs. And what do you do that is worthwhile when you're in a situation like that? Because, like I said, drugs are really popular and they have been for a long time, but especially now. And the reason is that what drugs are is any kind of a chemical or otherwise means to get out of touch with what makes you uncomfortable that's why they have disastrous results because if you don't if there's something uncomfortable it's a warning that you should go right to and try to find out what's causing it what's causing the problem and how to reverse it and fix it um, drugs are to make you unaware and being aware and conscious is really critical to any kind of solution now, you, drugs of any kind I'm talking about, they could be medical drugs that people will pick up and use for pain so that the body's like this flashing red light of pain that's trying to say, it's screaming and say, fix this, fix this, I'm being killed, you know, and or something really bad is happening. And so you smash the warning with a chemical. It's called medicine, but it's a toxic chemical. I mean, you can call it wonderful, wonderful medicine, if it's a toxic chemical, that's still what it is. It, it's not. It's an approach that doesn't have a good result. Same thing with psychiatric drugs. When people get, you know, so many people are on those drugs now because they're upset at what's going on in the world, un, uh, understandably. And so the these psychiatric drugs are, again, poisonous chemicals. That's what you're eating when you take them. And unless you have something homeopathic or you know, that doesn't have any negative side effects. Like real medicine doesn't have negative side effects if you use it as described that you're supposed to. Anything that has a side effect like, oh, this might kill you or um, give you a heart attack or destroy your joints or make you unable to think or destroy your appetite, on and on and on and on. You know, pages and pages of those effects for most drugs that are called side effects so you'll think they won't matter. Real medicine doesn't have that, and we're pretty far away from it now. Psychiatric drugs that are used to mask emotional pain uh, have interesting side effects like making you go completely psychotic, and uh, they're also addictive in most cases, designed to be almost impossible to get off of. Recreational drugs, the same, same sort of thing. They're addictive psychologically and sometimes physically, and they're a way to try to avoid dealing with the issues of life. And I, it doesn't matter if they're legal or not. I mean, it does in the sense that you don't want to get involved in the illegal ones because they give you a lot of other problems when you consider living in jail and that kind of thing. But for the body, biologically, 
Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's cigarettes or alcohol or marijuana or methane, methamphetamines or uh, some of the really intense illegal drugs. They, they're all used for the same purpose, which is to get out of touch with what's uncomfortable. And that's not the way to solve things. And it brings always other problems come with that. I've been watching people using marijuana since I was in the university in the 60s. And um, the long-term results are not good. It really dulls your mind, um, dulls your brain. Your mind's still sharp, but it can't get through because the brain is the interface with the physical body between it and the mind. It breaks that circuit. Um, so, what again, back to the purpose of the show, What what what's it for? You know, Why do we spend time talking about these things? I don't want it to be a drug to make any of us think that everything's okay if it's not so that you can avoid any contribution that you're supposed to make to making things better and helping fix the general world situation. <clears throat> but I'll tell you that if I thought there was no solution and things were really hopeless, uh, I wouldn't take the time to do this. I don't think so because um, I don't see any value at all in just going over how bad things are. Really stupid waste of time. So so what's left for a purpose? Why am I here talking? And it's because I, I honestly see a solution and I don't think it's too late for it. I'm sure it isn't too late. Depending on what we do, and that's why, you know, the people in charge of things try to keep you out of touch with any motive for actually making a change. I see a great person who's strong and wise enough to come in and help get all this stuff fixed. So who do you think I'm talking about? I'll give you a hint. It's not Donald Trump. It's not Joe Biden. In fact, it's not any politician. So is there any politician that would be in that category? Any military leader? Any religious leader who's going to fix everything? Some brilliant economist or an environmentalist or somebody who's going to wipe out carbon so that we can have a world with no life and there will be world peace. Um, no, <clears throat> those aren't the people I'm talking about. I am trying to refer to you. And it's not a trick. I really mean it. Uh, you and, and me and all of us individually. Anybody willing to change themselves. Um, talked about Michael Jackson before his song. It's written actually not by him, but for him. Man in the mirror. If you're a man or a woman or a child who can have access to a mirror and you look in there, that's who I'm talking about. And we've been so trained to think that the idea that we could do anything is just a nice fantasy. And if I thought it was a fantasy, I wouldn't even waste a minute talking about it. I don't think that's true. It's not a philosophy or a belief, um, a religion that you just have to believe that some some way there's going to be a solution that we can do. I mean, it could be right, but just believing in it doesn't do anything uh, unless we do what it actually takes to find out. And then at that point, <clears throat> it's not... Um, a belief, it's an experience. And that's 
how I feel about it. It's uh, what state is it? Missouri that says the show me state. Um, I think that's the right state. I apologize if I'm getting that wrong. But I feel the same way. It's like, okay, um, let's see it work. You know, that way it's, it's not just trying to convince somebody you're right. If it, if it can be demonstrated, then it has value. It's like a long time ago, I remember in the 70s, I was involved in, heavily involved in martial arts since about 67 or so. Really felt like there was a lot of value there. And I was in one of the classes that I was taking part in. Uh, there was an Aikido class, and when that was over, uh, a different teacher came in there and was working on the mat. And his name was Matt. He's a great guy. He was an ex, back at the time when there were more elements that weren't corrupt in CIA, he was one of their martial arts teachers. And I was all involved in what I thought was spiritual at the time and telling him all about it, really thinking, wow, you know, that's so amazing, all this stuff I'm explaining to him and everything. And he was just really humble. And he said, well, that's way over my head. Uh, the level I'm at, it's just, you know, what works on the mat. And I thought, I didn't appreciate it at the time. But that's a deep concept. And it's simple. You know, it's really nice if you have a belief. But let's see it work. And I had no idea about really how that should go together at the time. I've learned some things about it since then. Um, at this point, uh, in my experience, I think we have something that can work. But it can only work if we become conscious. And it relates to every problem going on in the world. It looks like all those problems are separate from different causes and all that. And, and that's true on the surface. But underneath, it's all from the same, same cause. Uh, humans living as unconscious, hypnotized zombies, all blaming each other and fighting about everything that happens, trying to prove they're right and the other person's an idiot. You know, I mean, blowing away valuable time. Um, anything to avoid responsibility and never have to change. But um, all these different problems that are going on in the world and, and that are getting closer to threatening the extinction of life, not just humans, but, you know, the plan of the rulers is to, is to extinguish life completely. It took me a long time to dig that out, but I think that's what's going on. So right now they've got all of us convinced to just look for momentary ways to feel good by forgetting what's happening and not, um, well, just, you know, not take any responsibility, never have to change ourselves. That song, Man in the Mirror, that wasn't just kind of a clever song. That was true. It was like uh, just a hint that we're not these costumes that we're wearing. I don't mean my clothes, I mean my body. We're wearing these amazing costumes that allow a spiritual being that's not physical, in other words, you, to experience what appears to be a solid physical environment. And you need two things for that. A mind, because spirit is not involved in the stuff that mind is. And mind is like the interface with the information that defines the physical world, which is very extensive. And you need a body, a vehicle to walk around and 
sense things through your five senses and other ones that we are not too familiar with yet. And so we're walking around like that. And what the rulers have to do, since they're involved in what we call evil, in other words, pain and suffering and death and destruction, for its own sake, not not just for money and stuff like that, but just because that's what they they worship. They're really confused and think that evil is the way to go. Um, if we're just staying unconscious and we give in to being controlled by fear and anger, which is part of their program, um, living one false identity of who we think we are until our life ends, you know, how does it help? If we do that, and even if some people change, let's say if we do have the possibility in you to make this massive impact on the outside world for the better, how would it help if just some of the people change and the rest keep going towards various suicidal things that they're involved in? And I still think the solution is valid. There's some critical mass, and I don't know, I don't think you can say what number it is because it depends on the quality that each of those people put in. But there's some critical mass that could be hit that um, because we affect each other on levels we don't see by what's called resonance and things that happen on the level of frequency, they're not some new age idea, they're measurable and real. And every living being is broadcasting like a cell tower, but not not destructive like tele, telecom equipment does by design. Um, right now, that frequency that's coming out of most people is about fear, anger, arrogance, um, worry all the time, billions of unconscious people helping to keep each other unconscious, even at a distance by what we're putting out. Because, you know, what we see with our physical eyes, the way they're tuned, is we see this minute part of the visible of the uh, frequency spectrum called visible light. Most of what's going on, we're oblivious of. We don't see it, but it's still there. And frequencies in that category of what I'm talking about, and the frequency of scattered fear and worry and anger and. Uh, all kinds of conflict that's being broadcast by most of the scared people right now is weak because it's scattered. And if you develop years to be focused and positive and creative, it's stronger than lots and lots of scattered negative people who are just scared. So the frequency of consciousness is a lot stronger. And it's not make-believe. You can actually... If you're willing to do the work, you can experience it. And then the people are thinking, oh, this is a silly, you know, new age nonsense thing. They'd say, um, okay, maybe not. You know, and there's no point just arguing about it in theory. You have to actually do what's required to make it happen, and then you decide what you think. Um, so there's some critical number in that. Critical mass, whatever it is, is going to depend on the quality that's put in by each participant. You know, it might, some people say, well, what if it's too late for this chapter in history? Well, if it is, then we have to wait for some later time to try again. And we will get the chance because you can't just put this off and never do it. It will get done. But I think it would be better if we could do it now. 
and just break out of the preconceptions that we've been trained to have that say, well, it's impossible and say, oh yeah, well, honestly, we can't say what's impossible unless we, you know, all we can do is try it. And even then, if we fail, it doesn't mean it was impossible. It just means we didn't do it. If we can do it now and get it started and start a wave of higher consciousness than what's running around, you know, with people destroying each other in the world right now, then we could start some kind of a snowball effect. And you might say, not all pandemics are fake and they're not all negative. And we could start a real pandemic of consciousness so it's spread all over the world. And there are some people you might call patient zeros that are already working on that. It's just that they don't get on the evening news, you know, which is obvious why. But will they be in time? Will we be in time to reverse the plan of exterminating life that the global rulers are working on? I don't know. You know, are you willing to help find out? I mean, what else are you going to do? Just damage yourself with drugs and avoidance and laziness and eating garbage food and all that stuff. I mean, that's not really that much fun, is it? Especially the after effects of it. Um, but if you're willing to help and if we're all willing to do our part and not just argue about who's right because that is such a waste of time. Say, oh, this idiot thinks that, you know, such and such politician is good or that if they think that he's bad or it doesn't matter. It matters what you do. So, um, and what, what all of us do. And, and we know... Um, that the plan of extermination that the global rulers are acting on is behind uh, all the bad actions that we're seeing. We don't know if we'll be in time to stop it, but we could be, and we have potential that we can't even imagine right now. So success in that would depend on us staying, in the, success in the bad guys' plans, I mean, would depend on them keeping us unconscious until it's too late and they have success. But in the process of trying to do that, which is what they're attempting right now, hoping that we stay totally dumbed down and they're going to help us along the way with injections and physical things that are good for staying unconscious, while each level of controllers that is serving their system is just following the orders and programming uh, put in place at levels far above them. And at the very top, as you may suspect or know at this point, the origin of the plan of extermination is not human, but the top humans are following orders from levels above them. But in spite of all that, we're more than strong enough to reverse the whole thing if we break our own hypnosis. And it, people think that we can only you know, help heal the world by going and fighting against the people that are serving evil. And you may have to in certain circumstances or at least defend against them. But that's not the key PowerPoint that has to be gotten. Um, we have to break our own hypnosis. And when we do that, common sense and intelligence and other things come back on a level that we don't remember. And the direction of everything changes. Just looking at an example, um, a problem in the U.S. right now, That's but it's relevant to every other country in the world. And... Um, the reason is that 
all the problems in every country in different forms are really variants of the same thing. And even though Kumbaya is made fun of as a silly, you know, song where you just close your eyes and say everything's great, the reality of all of us being related in one family is true. And it's actually much deeper than that. There's one ultimate spirit working inside everybody, whether you call it God or have your own name or don't believe in it, or it's the reason that we're able to exist here. So we're closer than family members. And uh, it's just that pretty much almost every member of the family is suffering from some degree of insanity right now. Um, that's pretty severe. We're living in a bad dream, but it is a bad dream. It's not as much solid reality as we think, but we have to respect it as that because it's what we're experiencing it. So um, people are living through that and they're playing a character that they think is them. No idea that they could be anything beyond that. So most people are living in a dream state, unconscious, hypnotized, easy to control because they don't realize what they're doing. And I, I want to say some things about this example problem in the U.S. because it's a physical, concrete problem. And we're talking about, well, a lot of people would say you have to solve it by physical means. And on a certain level, that's true. But those physical means can really change course and become much more powerful by the deeper levels that can be put behind them that you can actually help with if you want to. And uh, I was, you know, as usual, I've got much more than I have time to, to look at here at all. Um, but I'll, I'll hit the highlights. I wanted to say a few things about the situation at the um, U.S. southern border. Very concrete situation. I just watched a great video sent to me by one of our listeners. And it, it'll be, it's posted now. At lostartsradio.com, it's a press conference by a group of U.S. senators, a group of senators led by um, Cruz and Cornyn. And they visited the southern U.S. border. They were from all over, all over the country, uh, pretty far away, as far away as Alaska and all other states. And um, they wanted to see how bad things have gotten since the Trump administration was replaced by President Harris not a slip of the tongue, by the way, and figurehead-in-chief uh, Joe Biden. Um, but really, you know, to be honest, Harris isn't the president either. She follows orders of people directing the destruction of what's left in America from way above her, people who are a lot more coherent and aware than she is. Um, and this is not, to, I'm not joining sides on the love Trump or he's a God or love or hate Trump. He's the devil. Those are lazy ways of thinking. They really are. I mean, even whether you say that Trump is the devil or really evil or that he's controlled opposition or that he's in on it or once you label a person like that, whether they're president or not, that, I mean, they've had it because you give them that label and no matter how good the things they do are, some of the things, it's it's said that they're they're bad anyway. Why? Because they're controlled opposition. They have to be bad. Everything they good they do that's good is by definition, you know, actually bad. So no doubt, 
looking at these things, that clearly requires that you're not partisan, that you're not defending a label, that you're not defending your point of view no matter what, because real honest inquiry into anything says that if I'm wrong and you show me, that's great, because now I'm closer to what's right. You know, that's real science and it's real honesty. So, you know, Republicans and everybody else should realize Trump did a really terrible thing by going along with the fake global pandemic in 2020, and he's still doing it now, even after the fake election, you know, got him illegally out of office. It doesn't mean his intent is bad. You know, people don't have to be all one way or the other. They're actually complex humans, right? And uh, lots of intelligent, well-meaning people believe in the pandemic and the vaccine, and they're going to get the vaccines, and they already are. They're going to need serious help later, but they're getting them now. They're not awake, um, but they're not intentionally bad. Um, we can all do a lot of harm, even with the, with the best of intentions, if we have giant blind spots. And I think, to some degree, all of us have done that in our lives up to now. In different situations, we wish we had done much better than we did. And Trump is in that category, too. Um, the Q psyop said he knows everything and he's just even people like Alex thought it was true and that Trump knew much more than he did and that was all fake all that Q junk was fake and you know I'm fallible maybe he'll show me I'm wrong but it sure looks fake to me there was so much misinformation there um, but it doesn't mean that Trump uh, is bad because he doesn't know any everything. I know a lot of people, um, very well-meaning, smart, sincere, kind people with massive blind spots that actually believe the pandemic and they actually believe in the vaccine. They don't, it doesn't occur to them, you want to know what's in the vaccine? You want to know if the vaccine's good or not? Look up what's in it. And in fact, I think it was the NAACP or some organization like that that recently had one of their top people on video saying, I'm not going to look up the ingredients. I'm not going to ask how it works. I'm not going to. Oh, and, and it was a lady and she called it the infusion, which is really funny. No, it, it's not an infusion, although it starts with the IN. It's an injection of the most horrific stuff that you wouldn't want to have in your body if you're intelligent. Things like formaldehyde are in there. You know, you, you should only put that in your body if you're dead. Then it could have uses. But if you're actually still alive, it's probably a bad idea. Um, all kinds of horrible stuff. I mean, toxic metals, as usual, the usual poisonous stuff. It's got genetic material from a cloned, uh, murdered baby. It's got unbelievable stuff in it. But that's like... The other vaccines that have that too. What it goes a step further in it, it's got a mechanism to actually alter your DNA. There's no question about that. That's what's patented. That's how it works. You know, and that's why it's called messenger RNA. And the J and J one that's not mRNA has another mechanism to change your DNA, and it's just as bad. And this was explained by great doctors that have since been banned from the major platforms on social media for letting you know that because the, the rulers say, 
why would we want to let them know about that? They might object. Some of those guys still have a little bit of intelligence. We haven't dumbed them all down to zero so far, so don't let them know anything like that. Um, But in my opinion, Trump's worst action, he didn't do the stuff that the media said about him. That was lies from the beginning. He wasn't a Russian agent. He actually treated Russia much worse than he should have. That was another major fault. But now he's going to be complicit especially since he's still doing it, still promoting this injection. In fact, he said, even people who don't want it should get it. You know, now he's responsible for the people that are going to die as a result. I don't, I don't get the feeling that he's evil of an intent, but there are a lot of people pushing this thing that have good intentions. They really are. I've talked to many of them face-to-face myself, and it's a kind of conditioning that they don't even realize they have. But Trump's going to be responsible for a lot of deaths from people who get that and also starvation from the lockdowns, not from the virus. The, the starvation deaths are not from the virus. The supply chain breaks are not from the virus. They're from the lockdowns. And the people who started those, and which Trump went along with, another massive criminal act on his part, because he, I think he really didn't know any better. And a lot of people don't. A lot of the politicians have no clue. Now they're starting to think, maybe that was a mistake. Well, but probably not because we saved billions of lives by doing it. Completely out of touch with reality. Um, but at the same time, you know, forget about labeling somebody like Trump as um, completely evil or all-knowing. And just look at what he really is by what he did. Um, it was obvious he really loved his country and knew that it was uh, that the U.S. was finished if illegal immigration wasn't stopped, uh, encouraging millions of people to what they call, I think it's called migrate and seek asylum. That's a plan of national suicide, and it's intended to be for that. It's a military invasion. It's part of the agenda for one-world tyranny prior to exterminating everybody, being run by the United Nations, which sounds like such a wonderful name, and its allies. And it involves deceptions that open borders are necessary to be compassionate. Um, In other words, to be really compassionate, you should let your country be ruined. And Trump actually understood that. So against opposition in the Congress, he was able to get funding and, and actually see built about a quarter of the wall that was needed to cover 2,200 miles of uh, border minus uh, a little bit, which has natural barriers that don't need help. And then when Biden got in by the fake election, there were a lot of gaps in the wall. Great, beautiful 30-foot wall. Not a racist wall. It's It's a national preservation wall. There's a lot of great immigrants from all over the world who are legal citizens in the U.S., and they wanted it as much or more than anybody else. So the idea that a wall was racist is completely bizarre and intentionally malicious and false. Um, So as soon as Biden got in, he ordered construction, even though it was paid for, to stop immediately and make sure to leave the big gaps in so the drug dealers would not have the irritating you know, 
job of having to try to climb over a wall carrying all their drugs, which wouldn't really happen very much. So he left the openings uh, uncompleted and all the construction was just stopped, even though it was paid for already. And he got a lot of support from doing that from the drug cartels that rule Mexico and uh, the drug and human traffickers. For the millions of people that heard that the uh, stay in Mexico and deportation policy for illegals were all reversed, the orders were being followed to reverse uh, every good thing that Trump did as fast as possible, and that's going on right now, needs to be stopped and reversed. Um, So Biden, I don't think Biden is really the one giving any of these orders except nominally. I don't, you know, I think he needs professional medical care, obviously. He's being abused by having to be the figurehead president right now, even though he's not really doing much. He just reads whatever he's shown, and they try to keep him from answering questions and giving any real speeches because through, you know, no fault of his own, he's in a a medical condition where uh, just from looking at him, it's like he's not coherent. He doesn't know where he is most of the time. Can't talk very much at all. And it's pretty far gone. So it's the bosses above him that are running him that want all of Trump's good things reversed immediately. And they're moving on that as fast as possible. Um, but President Harris is a lot more uh, coherent and in tune with the evil that's being done. And she wants the country overrun. And she compared Border Patrol agents who are mostly people doing an unbelievably difficult job. She called them KKK racists. And it's so totally ridiculous because no country, not just the U.S., can survive a total invasion like the one they're inviting right now. And um, so President Harris is not that stupid. It's not a mistake. It's Some of the senators in that video I mentioned were saying she and the others need to go to the border to understand what's happening. That is so out of touch for the people in the video to say that. She knows what's happening. She wants it to happen. She laughs about it. She said, oh, she might go to the, the border eventually. She's not going right now. Um, so the senators in the in the video were well-meaning and intelligent, but like like Trump, who was quite also quite intelligent, but did not understand the swamp anywhere near the depth of it. The senators in the video did not seem to understand the obvious. Uh, they said that Biden and Harris and the Democrats should come visit the border, and then they would really understand. No, you guys, senator, just because you're senators doesn't mean you have any clue of what's going on in front of your face. They're doing it on purpose, you guys. I know it's shocking, but that's the plan. It's to destroy the country. It's a coordinated attack against America and and other a lot of other countries at the same time in Europe and other places. Part of a larger agenda to dumb down humanity and bring them under control and then destroy the life on the on the planet. Um, money and some kind of feudal government is not the ultimate goal, obviously. If you're thinking that you want to hang around as an elite remnant of some kind, you don't support uh, destroying the life support systems of the planet. And some of the really out-of-touch Republicans think there's no real environmental issues going on. They're so out of it. This is why it's important not to be on either 
partisan label side to just defend some side no matter what they do or say. It doesn't matter, you know, what party affiliation or anything like that. It matters what they do. And I've talked to a lot of substantial level Republicans who say that all of the um, environmental stuff is nonsense. There's no no um, ecological emergency happening at all, which is completely false. There obviously is. Uh, that it's silly to worry about plastic bags in the ocean. I've been attacked on that numerous times. And um, no, I've been a devoted environmental supporter since the mid-60s. <clears throat> and um, I don't think it's very difficult to figure out that that's important. Because if you want to live on a planet and you don't want to be unable to find you know, the way to keep yourself alive, then you don't want to destroy your life support system. And to be out of touch with that requires that we lose our natural intelligence, common sense, physical health, and how have they managed that? Fake education. I got to talk fast because we're running out of time quickly here. Fake education to create subservient, fearful people who think they are stupid and weak and dependent on experts to run their lives, which is complete nonsense is like voluntary entry into slavery uh, and that their goal is to work all their lives serving some gigantic evil corporation helping to destroy the world where most of the good jobs are there now although I've heard that you have great uh, career opportunities as a contact tracer now and uh, maybe if you're lucky to be able to give people shots and that sort of thing but people have been taught not to trust themselves and just blindly trust authority. Physical health had to be destroyed too because if they could destroy our brain function and keep us in pain and uncomfortable all the time, then uh, it's much harder to do the work of consciousness when your physical brain doesn't work too well. And the physical brain, in spite of the uh, approach of specialties in medicine now, which gets doctors out of touch with the larger picture, that would make them much better doctors. This was done um, successfully by a system of healthcare that um, makes you wants you to forget that the brain is actually part of the body. And if you eat garbage food all the time and you don't exercise and you don't get out in the sun and get fresh air and grounding and sleep and things like that, <clears throat> your brain is going to suffer just like the rest of your body. And, and they set up instead a system of, I think they call it health care. Really bad joke. It's a system of health based on swallowing and injecting poisons in order to be healthy. Injecting the poisons to stay healthy and protect yourself. And this was in harmony with a food system that was growing food based on poison. Spraying poison on the soil and, and the food and then eating it. <clears throat> Not brilliant poisoning the water in the cities and all that. I mean, a conscious population would never have bought any of that. Only completely hypnotized blind population would fall for any of that stuff. No conscious person would believe in a fake pandemic or in injecting, you know, no, no person who cared about any of this would do what that lady said on the video. What did she say? Taking the infusion. I No, it's not tea, (laughs) ma'am. It's injecting poison into your body, which is not brilliant. And she specifically says, don't check on the ingredients. She would be laughed out of, you know, 
any more future television or public appearances unless the population was that dumb. And apparently they are, but it's reversible. And uh, it's not true that the infusion, as she said, was untested. It's thoroughly tested. It's been tested on animals numerous times. And some of them died in the beginning, and all of them died uh, later as soon as they were exposed to wild virus in the environment. Um, and the and the survivors get the good fortune of being turned into GMO humans that may actually be owned by the companies that made the infusion at that point, uh, like the health agencies like CDC that share the patents. So in the midst of all that work, we're, we're at a major turning point. I don't know if I'm talking fast enough here. I'm trying to. All the individual crises are happening according to a unified plan. The degree of coordination and control is what the conspiracy theory people, most of them, wouldn't imagine. It's much more. <clears throat> so the individual crises that seem to be separate in the world that are happening right now are actually sub-agendas and symptoms of the problem. And the problem I'm talking about is us deciding to stay unconscious and lazy and not wanting to wake up because it t the only way that I see, and we talked to many doctors lately about being on the show and some of them are really tuned into this and they agree that the only way that at this point that it could really be turned around with complete success would be through mechanisms that are forgotten of consciousness and that waking that up requires work on ourselves so if we just go on repeating what we memorized and staying asleep that's exactly what our destroyers want and they know their plans have one weak spot, just like the Death Star on Star Wars, and one spot where it could fail. And that would be us breaking the spell that we're sitting here and walking around thinking that we're something that we're not, that we're these helpless little frail beings that are really dumb and need the experts to control us. All we have to do is break the spell. And the nightmare would be reversed. And all these apparently un un impossible problems could start to get better right away and life on the planet would recover. So I'm saying the rulers are a good source of guidance. Often you just have to reverse what they say and it turns into something true. So they want us to believe that we're helpless, that we can't do anything to make things better. We have to trust them. And so I'm saying the reverse of that, which is the true part, is it's completely uh, in our hands. And the idea that we have no choice is a complete lie to convince us that we can't do anything, believing we're helpless, etc. So they're actually using our power to destroy ourselves for them to seem all-powerful, kind of like the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain, but on a deeper level, the projector of the movie, because this... We, we've touched on it a few times, but it's a much bigger subject. What looks like solid reality in the physical world based on the understandings in quantum physics and a little bit beyond that is a composite of the projections that we're putting out. And no, it's not some stupid new age, you know, kumbaya belief that has no basis. It's real. And there, there are actually a lot of experiments now that have so far uh, gone on to prove the beginnings of it. So the projector of the movie that we call reality is inside you and me and every individual. 
and they're all coordinated with each other on an unbelievable level of complexity. And uh, since the projector of that movie is not in the hands of the bad guys, it's in our hands, it's in your hands. Getting into that projector move, room would mean we can change the movie, each one of us in ourselves. So it's it's a far cry from just saying, you know, sitting down and saying Om or something like that. I'm not saying Om is bad, <laughs> has uses, but um, this is something real that you have to get to a deeper level and actually do it. Um, and they know that at the top level of the dark power structure. So they'll do anything to keep us distracted from it, thinking that it's stupid, unaware of what we could do. That's also why they want us physically sick. That's why they started drug medicine. That even the you know, people and even doctors believe there's legitimacy, which is really incredible. Yeah, that it's good to get put back together in an emergency room or if you get run over by a car or something, that's great. But as far as health goes, the whole system is designed to gradually make us sicker and sicker and sicker. It goes right along with the poison food, that poison medicine. You can call a pill medicine or a wonder drug or a panacea or whatever you want to call it. If it's actually a poisonous chemical, it's still a poisonous chemical, even if you call it a wonder drug. And using that as a basis for health is... Um, a very interesting uh, strategy that's not based on much intelligence. It's just brainwashing. So reversing what they're saying to do, taking everybody on 10 drugs as soon as they get a little bit older, all these drugs that you have to have because nature's defective and the poisons are going to come in and fix it, uh, taking that as guidance, reverse it. And it says get as much of your health and energy back as you possibly can it would be a really smart idea if you want to consider stopping eating and drinking poison, no matter how delicious it is, no matter how well it's chemically designed to taste good. Uh, that momentary pleasure of the taste is not a good deal. It's not worth it. Sometimes it takes to the end of a person's life to realize that. And then they wish, oh, just let me go back, you know, 70 years and I'll figure it out and do it different make believe your life has been over and you messed it up completely and you ask God to please give you another chance, send you back all the way to 2021. And if you just get permission to go back there, you'd be wise and strong and ambitious and de develop yourself to the real potential that you always had. And God said, okay, you can have another chance. And he puts you back and now you're here thinking that you're forgetting all about that special grace. But just imagine how that would feel if that's what happened. And now what are you going to do? So I'd say maybe stop eating the poison. Change your focus. You don't have to force yourself by willpower. Just instead of focusing on the momentary pleasure on your tongue when you're eating some delicious chemical, focus on how your body feels long term. Whatever you have to do to make that better and better and better. Set up an exercise program that's suitable for you, individualized for you. Progress through it in stages so that your lymph system starts moving again, your muscle tissue develops and starts changing your hormone balance and everything gets better. Fix your sleep patterns. Discover what mental mantras you're walking around with, which everybody, by the way, is doing 24 hours a day 
whether you believe in it or not, you're actually doing that. Find out what they are and change them for the better. Get the Wi-Fi out of your environment, out of your kids' environment, and protect your kids from all that stuff and get them, protect them from school and medicine and television. And uh, the change in the mantras is just the beginning of some incredible, seemingly magical consciousness work that's also based in what you can experience and it's solid and real, not just a belief. There's incredible power there that you can use and actually changes the physical behavior of the people around you and even physical situations. Even if you don't say, say a word, um, it's a riddle. You know, how do you do that? There is a way. Other people have done it. But we have to do it on a global scale now because the, glo- the uh, web of life, including humans, even including the bad guys that want to destroy it, is really in, in jeopardy. So I would suggest realizing that our time is very precious. Um, don't wait for some better day to start the mundane aspects of this, like a better food program, a better exercise program, proper amount of sunlight and sleep and grounding and all that. Learn, start learning. You know, It's not that the secrets of health aren't known, it's just that they're prohibited so that you'll stay a drug addict. Break free of that. Design your whole program. You know, stop and take a few minutes and go over all the details of your life. And you're probably the best qualified doctor you could probably get, and therapist and counselor. And uh, if you need somebody else's help who's actually done it, find that. But there's a lot that you can do yourself. Design your own program. Keep upgrading it every day. But start today. Do You don't have to make impossible level changes. Do something different and then keep moving along that continuum. And you start to have a stronger effect on everybody else. For the better, the more you progress in your own program. They're proportional directly. And it's immensely better than just trying to argue with people and telling them to change. Very hypocritical. Change yourself. The songs like Man in the Mirror are right, and they're not just fantasy, unless you never do them. So that's my suggestion, is that you are probably the greatest hope for the world right now. Every single individual. All there is is individuals. There is no collective. There are individuals, and each one is infinitely valuable. So take care of the one that you are. And by resonance, you have this massive effect on everybody else. We have that effect now. It's just scattered because we're scattered on the inside. So learn to change that. Start learning. Better to start late than waste the time, that whatever time we've got left. So take care of yourself. It's the best way to help save the world. Um, if you don't, you let yourself run down. You're just taking the lazy way out and you're looking for pleasure that's going to betray you. Not because pleasure is bad. There's nothing wrong with pleasure at all. But if you make that your goal and go after it for itself, it'll destroy you. A subtle difference there, you know. So go after the ideals and have faith in yourself and discover who you are. It's, it's somebody incredible, no matter what anyone else says. Let it come out. It's been trying to since you were born. And uh, we, you're really needed.
for the for the future of humanity and all other life forms. They're all depending on you. So is your chance. You know, it's not going to be said too many times. So take advantage of it. That's the message. You're an incredible being. Live up to it. Start now. No matter what circumstances that you're in, that doesn't matter. They'll get better if you, if you get better on the inside because the outside comes in to match the inside. In fact, that's a clue. That's why it is what it is right now. So we got to go. We're over time. I appreciate your being patient, hanging around with us. Um, if you want to help keep us on the air because we need funds to survive and to activate some of the projects we've got on hold, you can donate at lostartsradio.com. You know, any amount would be appreciated. And lostartsresearchinstitute.org or subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. Um, this is our... Uh, yeah, slash Lost Arts Radio. I want to make sure I get that right. Subscribe star. And the donate button's on our main site. Also, depending on, on whether we stay on certain platforms or they delete us in case we ever say anything controversial, which I hope we never do. I don't think we ever have. But if they kick us off anyway, then go to lostartsradio.com and you'll see where we're still able to be seen and we won't lose touch can sign up for our mailing list there, which we're not really using, but if we get hard to find, that's something we'll rely on. So you might want to be on it at the website. You can sign up. Um, What else? We have our Sunday show with inspiring, incredible people and guests, and that's tomorrow, because if you're hearing this live, it's Saturday. And every week, that's worth seeing, and all the archives are free and available. Um, Stay in touch with that at lostartsradio.com. Last thing is Planetary Healing Club for people that want a group supportive environment to do some of this deeper work on the health level, physical, emotional level, mental level, spiritual level, not beliefs, because you can keep your own religion, whatever it is, or no religion or atheist, I don't mind. Anybody who sincerely wants to improve their own life quality and transform their own life and affect others in a really deep way. Uh, that's what we're doing at planetaryhealingclub.com. And you're invited if you ever want to get into that with us. It's live every week, uh, interactive, and uh, we'd love to see you there if you feel like it. We need people from all over the world for that critical mass that we're talking about. And time is of the essence. I don't know how much of it we've got, but I think that we should use it the best we can. So that's planetary healingclub.com and I'll be there in 23 minutes because we're coming up to the meeting time for the live club meeting and we'll get into whatever we want to talk about it's not censored uh, it's not public but if you feel like it you'd be welcome there one way or the other the work on yourself is waiting and I'd suggest starting probably right like right now Okay, so you'll be amazed what happens if you do it. And uh, really enjoyed seeing you, and we'll look for you here same time next week. Have a good rest of the weekend, and we'll see you soon. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. 
We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum, as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.